0: When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork, body and dig into a noona. It's noona with Dan and Marty.
1: If you never had a noona, well, there's no certain way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a noona. It's a noona with Marty and Dan.
2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smadco Smorn. Oh, nooner show. Whoa, the weren't nooner. you listening to the lyrics? I don't. Listen he said to, nooner I don't like listen.
1: fifteen times. I'm, I'm nooner.
2: I am a host. We will be joining you for upward, oh, between an hour and two hours today on uh, December 20-something or other. Uh, I am a host. My name is Marty. <laughs> you cut yourself off so short. I'm done. That's what I say every week.
1: Well, but you, but you, you, you usually say something like, I'm a host. My name is Marty, which is like an NN. Yeah, my, my name is Marty. My name is Marty. It's like your dog bit you in the nuts or
2: something. Uh, I will also be hosting. My name's Bill. Who else do we have in the room with us? What the hell kind of mouse do you have? Hey, Steve? Oh, what a
1: shock. This didn't work again. Wait, are you saying you can't hear us, Steve?
2: God damn it.
1: I hear cars going by and stuff like that, wherever Steve is. Uh, Steve, can you...
2: Not Oh, shit. I had the wrong... Cable hooked
1: up. Marty had the wrong cable hooked up, to the surprise of no one in the Smodiverse. Um.
2: Okay, keep talking. I thought. Uh, where I you thought were. you tell were. us where you were.
1: I thought you were going to. Can you tell us um, where you were
2: on? I thought you going to beta test this one. I did, but fucking Steve <laughs> didn't. I, I did. Waited too late. Go go on
1: talk. Oh my goodness, you're panicking. This is unlike you, Marty. Usually, no. usually you're so, you're no, so no, calm. No, talk about
2: something that's not me.
1: <laughs> but it's it's way more fun, honestly. Uh, I understand you guys had a wonderful show Sunday. I'm sorry. I couldn't be here. Uh, I kind of had a full, full plate these days. What were you doing? Uh, I had to prepare a bunch of files for a production company that uh, may be uh, co-producing Dave Made a Maze when it comes to our... Um, ooh, that's piercing. When it comes to our... That's uh, piercing. Post production needs, uh, like the effects and stuff. Yeah, stop motion animation, all kinds of stuff, um, which is fun. It's very fun to revisit this movie. I have missed it uh, in in the time when we've been waiting for for some of the post post production exp- aspects to come together. It's been it's been really nice to dive back into the
2: material. Uh, Steve, can you hear us? God, yeah. yeah. Oh, god. Whoa. Welcome, Steve. Welcome. Good morning. Marty, it's possible you've done it. I, well, we did it on Sunday with uh, Peter W.G. By, by the way, we have... Um, well, I guess th- if, if you're listening live, and by the way, tweet in if you are, that's new, at NoonerDanMarty. Uh, we did a Sunday booze cast, a vegan booze cast, which was ridiculous. Vegan booze? Uh, well, no, it was a vegan booze cast. Vegan booze? No. It was a vegan, and it was a booze cast. So there was drinking but there was also, the whole th- evening was vegan. Including the drinks? So Including, vegan booze? Well, I mean, booze is, except for, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Guinness, <laughs> which has <laughs> fish bladder in it or whatever. Aren't there, I, I, thought, I thought vegans were really limited in what beers they could drink. I mean, there's some that are, well, they like the wines that are fine with egg white and stuff like mm. that. But by and large, yeah, vegan, vegan and booze are not incompatible. Steve, tell us what's, where you are. What?
3: Uh, no, no. I'm fascinated with this topic. Like, like I think we should uh, pick this apart a little more.
2: <laughs> Go on. Um, yeah. What, what do you want to know about? Um, what what vegan victuals were served? I'm oh, curious. I, well, you can listen to the podcast. It should, um, so, if <laughs> you're listening live, we're gonna. Well, it'll be potting soon. Um, uh, I did some vegan mac and cheese and a vegan chili and. Some you know salsa and stuff. It was any uh,
3: reason it was vegan or just because uh,
2: Cassandra won't fucking shut up about it. No she's, <laughs> oh, God. No, no, she's one of those. I know. Oh my God, no! And Cassandra's listening live right now, so um, no, she's not one of those vegans. Um, she's getting there. Oh, because it's fun. It's fun to be to be a dick. <laughs> she's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Steve, what's going on?
3: Wait, have you ever been a vegetarian or vegan? Is that ever entertained your palate?
2: I spent over a year as a vegetarian, and I was vegan for a month as an experiment. And uh, yeah. weird, weird poops. No, uh, well, actually, when I was when it was when I stopped being a vegetarian after a year and changed that, like my digestive system was just like, what the fuck are you giving me? Weird poops, um, but not t- going to vegetarian. No problems there. Um, what, what,
3: describe the poops. Like, what, what were they like once you went back on meat? Were they was, firmer or
2: it was just uh, way gassier because my microflora had, was was fine tuned for for <laughs> is, that legumes. A, is that a
3: euphemism for a part of your anatomy?
2: <laughs> what about color? I, I call it I call it my penis, my microflora. Yes, microflora. See, yeah. What was the color of your stool? Oh, let's, let's move on to something a little more fun to talk about. In fact, if it's that is dodging all the fun topics this It's morning. the most wonderful time. It was 20-something years ago, I don't remember.
3: Oh, this is... Because I, I am literally in, in a bout of diarrhea right now. Oh. Are is, you actually on a toilet? About 10 minutes ago. And I think I've gone to the bathroom like three times today already. And I had it last night a couple of times. And And I have an iron constitution. I wake up in the morning and I take a beautiful sort of 33 degree arcing poop uh, and have no problems. So this is, it's very odd for me. So I don't know if it's diet or stress or the holidays. I did eat some sketchy uh, fried chicken on Sunday. Is there stress in Austin? Uh, Texas size stress, I guess. I mean,
2: especially if you work. work Red hot Texas stress. If you work in the the TV writing business in here in Austin, that, that poses a certain hurdle. I think it'd be more sort of an existential pointlessness,
1: not a stress.
3: Oh, I think the big stress is figuring out where the best breakfast uh, taco is in relation <laughs> to where you <laughs> that's are. More and like. then triangulating that with, you know, your other person who's eating with you. It it, it can be vexing. Are all the torchies equally good? Uh I'm not a torchies guy myself, but uh, uh I they have this weird thing here where they're – I was discussing it with an Angelino over the phone. I, I don't know why you guys don't do it out there, but they put a trailer, like an itty-bitty tiny trailer, I mean 25 square feet, at gas stations. Right. And so you fill up with gas and get uh, you know cigarettes for the day or whatever a person does at a gas station, and then you get your tacos – and it just they makes so all much the sense for me. Mexican OA. neighborhoods. There, there's,
2: all of them. there's a gas station three blocks from my house that has a taco truck out there all the time. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I'll have to check it out the next time. Mm, no, you don't. It's <laughs> it's cool. fine. It's it's fine.
3: Well, but here's the other thing. That's not artisanal. Unbelievable. They're so good. Right. Right. So that that's the that's phase two of it. First, look. First, get a location. Then, then make a quality product.
2: Right. right. Rock and tacos yeah, with the gas and sip. Just like on uh, Chef, the the John Favreau movie. You oh, know? that's
3: how you pronounce that title.
2: <laughs> Not douche. Not Chef. <laughs> I, thought, uh, I, I, I watched, thought it was an odd way
3: to say his name, his character's name, which was Jeff, but he spelled it with a C H.
2: It, yeah, it's like a Cuban speaking. Uh, <laughs> chef. <calling, laughs> hey, Chef. <Jeff."> chef. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that movie sucked. My I had to watch that with my father, and he's just oh, laughing and like just just was loving it. And was I it was, lowbrow? No, it's it just doesn't. It, it was just like this weird fantasy. Which know? of your buttons? Which of your dad's buttons was it pushing that you oh, don't have? Oh, he watches. Uh, he watches. Or does he just like to laugh? What What's that that geek, oh, that geek sitcom? Like Uh, Big Bang Theory. He loves Big Bang Theory. So ah. yeah. So it was lowbrow.
1: I, I guess, yeah. Um, so your dad is fucking stupid, is what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I um. <clears throat> so uh, the <sighs> Donald Trumps. You, you, your dad watched
3: Chef and laughed at it. The, yeah, you know, he thought he's it a was, Big Bang Theory guy. He was,
2: he was just he thought it was the greatest. He loves that <laughs> Sheldon or whatever. I don't he know. He loves John Leguizamo. Um,
3: oh, he's a Leguizamo. You know, I, I never pegged your dad as a Leguizamo fan. You yeah. never pegged
2: Marty's dad. Zingo! Yeah, he's seen him a couple times and doing his one man shows. Um, so uh, that was a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Donald Trump is he's a uh, <sighs> okay. Okay, no, no, here it's very simple. It's, he has Web,
1: a, it's Westboro Baptist airtime for, for me. He you has, know when we talk about the chur- that church and you like refuse because you don't want them to have any more
2: airtime. No, no, that, no but this isn't about really Trump. about Donald Trump. It's it's about his motto. His motto. You guys know his motto. I don't, Steve.
1: What do you mean motto? You mean Hating like, everyone like, everywhere his,
3: for everybody. The state flag of Trump.
2: No, like he has those hats that say "Make America Great oh, Again." Oh,
3: yeah, I, I believe that's his creed.
2: Or it sounds <laughs> more like a mantra. Or his credo. A mantra. His credo. Yeah, or is Crudo. And this is Tuna Jeff. Crudo. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Trump. Jeff Trump. Uh, it, it's make America great again. So that is something that, like, well, A, it implies that things aren't great. And I think a lot of things are great, but there are things that aren't. But my question to you guys is, and everybody listening is, how would you make America great? His His solution is to build a wall and to... Carpet bomb uh, right. Syria,
1: shut everything off,
2: uh, and to yeah, and shut off
1: uh, Muslims from just coming like into the country. Make sure we have a a, a cultural tourniquet? Uh, so,
2: what I would was build a wall around guys. Syria,
3: and I would bomb Mexico. I would just flip it.
2: Uh, okay, okay, and <laughs> how would that how would that make America great? Well, keep everyone on their toes.
3: Keep everybody on their toes, and uh, we're looking at you, Canada. You're next. So, um, uh, having returned from a country that was nuked. Uh, a month ago, whenever I was there, I'm, I'm pretty confident that uh, once you get nuked, you turn into uh, just the most awesome place on earth. You mean the country that was nuked? The country, yeah. Were you in Japan? I was in Japan. That's a great country. Yeah. But I thought, wow, this place has been, you know, uh, nuked twice. Not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. And boy, they really turned it around, man. Everything just is well done and runs smooth. And Lesson God, learned. God. Yeah, so I figure Mexico's a mess, so if we world. just nuke them a couple times, I think they'd come around.
2: Um, yeah, uh, do you really think, but again, how will that make us great? <laughs> we should nuke ourselves. <laughs> that, that, that. We
3: should start nuking, start with Cleveland, work at the center of the problem, and then just nuke outward until, you, you know, until they get to the coasts
1: yeah all great things originate from Cleveland. Well, your dog's really going for it. well, what
2: he really loves those green bars that's disgusting. Bruno,
1: trust me, you don't want to eat this shit.
2: Um, what would you do, Steve, to make America great again?
3: And when was America great, greatest? That's the other
2: question. When was America
3: the greatest? Probably when we had slaves because we had free labor, but I guess that wasn't really great well, for the slaves. yeah,
2: yeah, I think that got a little good. It depends a on holistic, holistic level
3: that so was great for white agriculturalists in the South.
2: Well, this quarter was the first time that uh, since like 1971 or something like that, that the middle class is now less than half of the country. So now more than half of the country are the upper class and the lower class. And the Mm. middle class is being shrunken uh, or shrinking. So and that that to me, having a really strong middle class is a is a great that's a great indicator of a great country uh make more uh eight to fifteen million dollar movies middle class movies yeah exactly (laughs) yeah it's all about the middle um that anyhow to me that's what i want my president to be talking talking about and address so
3: you're voting for bernie sanders fuck
2: yeah okay oh jesus yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Who, who, such ferocity. Yeah. Well, don't you think that his message is, even though it's his only message and he manages to turn every question into the well, top a problem 1% are is married earnings. No, yeah. Yeah. What else
3: you got? What about, yeah. uh, what about dolphins? You know, how well, are they doing?
2: They're affected by climate change, which is due to the shrinking middle class. Uh, you do
3: a pretty good, uh, <laughs> old Jew to say.
2: <laughs> I, I watched a lot of Curb. Um. Uh, hello to Jaden and Oh. Darren wants to make sure that you're that you're hydrated and, and he's very he's, he's Darren Hosted. Yes, he said until you've had three movements in one twenty four hour period, then it isn't diarrhea. I don't know what that means, but so when I have diarrhea, I have three in an hour. It's like if it's coming out in squirts, it's diarrhea. Yeah. There's your diagnosis. Uh, but he doesn't want to make sure you're first and You get the Hershey squirts, diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea. Um, <coughs> Yeah, something in your pants. Do a little dance. Diarrhea, diarrhea. Um, well,
3: I I agree with Trump's idea to make the country great again, but I don't think um, building a wall exactly is really. That, that's just it's fear mongering. Yeah, mean, isn't this a tired old subject?
2: Can't, isn't isn't he done? Is he going away? Uh, I, that's a thing that he isn't. And oh.
1: yeah, I've actually been surprised that he stayed. It was it was, I guess it was an interesting bit of theater when he first came on the scene, and I thought. Well, this, this just shows how pointless all of political theater is, mm-hmm. but he'll go away.
2: And Jesus Christ, um, the fact that he hasn't is just, is just
1: kind of shameful.
2: Jane says that she has a small list, but in a country, number one is to remove or highly regulate lobbying in Congress. And I totally agree because yeah. that this is why the rich are getting richer is because they have lobbing, lobbying power. Lobbering lobbering power. Oh, Lobboring they're doing. I don't. Oh, and then uh, uh, Cassandra, Cassandra's long-time listener, first time tweeter. Cardine's tweets in these mass shootings could count as nuking ourselves, and yet. Ooh, clever take. And yet, no changes are happening. Um, Just it's a mental health issue. So then
1: we do need bigger guns, so that we'll have more mass shootings, so that we'll get as good as Japan. And everyone has their own nuke. It's the 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 slow burn
2: self nuke. Uh, so, Steve. Steve sent me a, a, a video of his dog, like fetching a stick out of a river. And I, I, I would still consider her our dog. Our, our dog.
3: I've just I borrowed her for about five, six years. You know, anytime
2: but, you want to give well, her back, that's yes, fine. So well, I'll, I'll be it's there like, by the weekend. It's like Costco. You can return shit anytime you want. Um, but so, you threw a stick in the river, and she just leaps in without any hesitation. Gets swept up in a current and then just drifts off into the horizon.
3: Yes, very biblical.
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. She's fitting into her her heroic life. A warrior. The Um, river took her, like the river sticks. You know, she was transported to a different portal.
2: uh, what, what, What? Did she come back? Like. Like um, years later, months later, just w-
3: wiser, and with a, uh, and she had commandments for me.
2: Right, right. You know, in a, in a white robe. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, but no, how did she get back? How how long was she gone? Oh, um, I
3: don't know. I think we'd been doing that for about an hour. She she never really caught on that the, you know, they have these cricks out here. Just bodies of water that fill up when it rains, but it poured, and so this was rapids. They were moving very quickly, and she just doesn't understand the physics of it. So she just sees the stick and jumps in, and then just gets swept away. And she would eventually fight the current and, and get out and come well, back. You, you but could then,
1: stop throwing the stick. In well, why would the I do that? I'm,
3: I'm being wildly entertained. Yeah,
1: watching nearly drown.
3: And is that near where you live then? Rather than expecting
1: your dog to cop onto the physics. Is is that near the situation where you live, Steve?
2: Um, yeah, it's like fifteen twenty minutes. Because that to me is awesome—just like having bodies of water near you that aren't the, the Pacific Ocean. That, right. That's really cool. It was my
1: favorite thing about growing up. We grew, grew up on a the on a Cuyahoga, river and a lake. Cuyahoga
2: River. Did not grow up in the Cuyahoga. I grew up on Big Creek, uh, well, which was a subsidiary of the Ohio. Um, <laughs> River. Oh my God! You guys miss Cassandra's. Uh, she burned, uh, or she did roasts of of our listeners. Oh! And it was um, it was a, a geog- geography lesson <laughs> as well as a history lesson. <laughs> she would she would say, "Well, um, you know, this is to uh, Fred, nineteen seventy seven. Well, nineteen seventy seven was the year that." Uh, you know the Jimmy Carter, uh, blah 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 blah. The so Jimmy Carter, fuck you! And nice, it was, it was spectacular. And Cassandra, I know you're listening. That was the best. Um, so Darren says, will you get to vote for Bernie? Um, will he still be in the uh in by the time of the Dem- uh, the California primary? Probably not. And that's one thing about the primary system. Why does Iowa and why do does New Hampshire? Why do they get to decide? Who I get to vote for when I get the primaries? Did yeah, you there's, from, a,
1: there's a lot wrong with that system. Campaign finance reform. I I went to see. Um, uh, have you heard of Matthew Barney? So uh, the artist, card, filmmaker, artist. Yeah, yeah, he went to Yale. There you go. He was he was like my year. or The I year. Thought I Thought I noticed made. the stench of Yale all over his pretentious bullshit yeah. films. Yeah, did you watch his uh, mo- <laughs> his latest movie? It looks... I, did, cool. I went to. I saw the first two hours of River of Firmament, and <laughs> like you win, Matthew. Right. No. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't regret going. It left me with a lot of very uh, complex feelings, and one of them was that this was an incredibly expensive endeavor that is only accessible both literally and um, intellectually to a very small number of people. Um, it's not getting wide released, <laughs> Not that many people are going to go, a and a lot of people of are going to walk out. Yeah. Um, and you can't. So like, I was kind of frustrated that all that it was so expensive, and I would have loved that kind of. Those kinds of resources to go to a kind of storytelling that more people might have access to, and l- I loved Holy Motors. I don't need my stories uh, linear and, and super narrative. I can do avant garde, but it was it was really hard to wrap your head around lots of fecal matter and penises. And uh, well, why didn't you lead
2: with that? <laughs> I am <kind> <laughs>
1: intrigued. I was kind of I it, I was just real conflicted thinking about it, and then someone else said, "Well, I'd rather they waste." 20 million dollars on that then give 20 million dollars to a political candidate that's never ever ever going to be elected that's just setting fire to money
2: i guess so but i would want it to be accessible and good too you know and not just
1: yeah but uh, yeah my, my point is more towards political finance reform and how oh how, yeah how maddening that whole well yeah i mean that point that pointless system of you have to be rich to run and millions and millions of dollars that could go to literally anything else are going to be set fire to for candidates who are never even going to show.
2: Oh, and like, you know, uh, uh, Jeb Bush has spent like $20 million and has 3% of the... Right. the How to make vote? America great? Take all those like,
1: millions and millions of dollars spent on failed political campaigns yeah, and, I don't know, put them in the education system, but put them in Hollywood so we can make 8 to $50 million movies again. Yeah. Um, Give it to Matthew Barney so we can see more shit and penis movies.
2: <laughs> Uh, and Cassandra said that she's going to be on the next uh, Comedy Central roast. Oh, nice! Who who should they roast next? Um, who hasn't been Darren roasted? Darren. Yes. Uh, let's. see. Yeah. So uh, Jane says, "Did you? Did I see the article regarding m- the Missouri repeal of strict gun laws in 2007 and the huge increase in gun violence since?" Yeah. I mean, you could just look at all the states that have restrictive gun laws and all the states uh, mass shootings or uh, that have sh- gun violence. And they are inversely proportional. Coincidence?
1: Speaking of coincidences, and I'm sure this joke's been made a million times, but uh, they happen to have Fox News on, disappointingly, um, at the athletic club that I joined recently. And there was an NRA PSA back to back with erectile dysfunction pills. And they're like, guys. They,
2: <laughs> they know their audience. So, yes. They know their
1: audience. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping secretly somebody did that on purpose. Uh, Steve, have you worked on anything fun
3: recently? Um some uh, commercials that uh I don't want to talk about because okay. I think I signed something. Oh. That I'm not supposed to talk are about.
2: They, are they they like for like an Austin like office supply um company? <laughs> no, <laughs> like it's Crazy actually, Eddie's. Uh, yeah. I am Eddie and I'm cra- my prices are crazier than me.
3: Uh, you know my work. Yeah. Uh I spelled it E D D I E too because I just think that's more fun and whimsical. And you had a little creative fight with Like Ed, Eddie, Eddie and the Hot Rods. It. Uh, no, actually a, uh, a political party or political, uh, a, uh, think tank out here. Oh, neat.
2: That sounds good. No, cool.
3: not really. But you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> what capacity do you work on in these commercials? Are you producing them? you
1: writing them? Both directing?
3: Uh, like a creative director for some, like a, uh, I'm bouncing around from, uh, production company to production company as a, cre- as a creative director. So nice. yeah, it's a lot of. It's a lot of, uh, we want to go, just go crazy, go wild. Uh, I I had this experience very early on when I got to LA and uh, the girlfriend at the time, she produced uh, movie posters. She was like an exec and uh, her company had done every Tom Cruise movie poster. Uh, If you want to look it up real quick. They're all the same. It's Tom Tom Cruise's head at about a 45 degree angle, not a profile, not looking straight on. And the same side every time. And and sometimes he looks to the left. Sometimes he looks to the right. And this was for a movie called uh, Vanilla Sky. And they said, we want to go crazy. Tom in the studio, everyone, we want to do something different. So I went out and took some, I was working for her and I wrote some copy and took some pictures. And there was going to be this collage of memories and, uh, if you Google "Vanilla Sky" poster, you can see what it is. It's Tom Cruise's head floating in the clouds. I'm looking right. at it now. Yeah, uh, that's what they that's what they went with. Um, but you know, you got to go through the the uh, Sisyphusian, uh, Is that the right word? Sisyphus. It, it is the right word. No, it's Sisyphus. Uh, no, it's Sisyphus. So it'd be Sisyphian. Sisyphian task of rolling the boulder up the hill just to have it roll down the other side. It's Sisyphus. So, so it'd be Sisyphus Ian. Sisyphusian I'm just sticking with that I don't really care I mean, it's you right. fact check it Marty
1: doesn't believe me But it's okay He's dead wrong
4: What are you talking about, Sisyphus?
1: Uh, only indirectly
4: Okay And,
0: di- and diarrhea you.
1: You're you going to need headphones for this Because yeah. we have uh, someone on the
4: Oh, right now? On the
1: horn Steven Kruger? He's on the horn
4: I like <clears> him <throat> on the horn
2: <laughs> Giselle right. literally brought just, a basket of good and like a whirlwind of activity. Like the subtlety is not her strong suit. She <laughs> enters enters a room, everyone knows mid-conversation, yep. not knowing what we're talking about, which
1: I really applaud. I think that's brilliant. Uh-huh. And does
4: chime in anyway. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think it's yep. the best. Oh Kruger's yelling at you right now and you can't even hear.
4: <laughs> His nose are yells of love.
1: Uh, uh, I was wondering Kruger though, in, in that in that capacity, the sort of creative director capacity. Is it nice to get to shift from sort of responsibility to responsibility in terms of I get to do a bit of writing, I get to do a bit of directing, I get to do a bit of management, or is it just sort of all a shit show that you have to deal with?
3: Uh, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, I sort of shifted to some commercial stuff a couple of years ago. Uh, I don't know how or why, as most people in the commercial world, they, there's, there's no easy path into right. it. Right. Um, so you you just kind of fall into it, and someone says, you we, we need you to do stuff. How did you get into that, Marty? How did you get into? You wrote commercials, right?
2: Yeah, uh, it's because I was working for a production company, uh, writing and doing development. Right. And there were other people in the company who are like, uh, "You want to write some treatments?" And I was like, "All right, I'll write some commercial treatments." And then yeah, and then I was doing that for you know a couple treatments a week.
3: Yeah, yeah. You just you kind of like fall into it. It's not something that you apprentice and then work your way up.
2: Right. And then like those people who worked at that company went to other companies, and then I would get this phone call like, Hey, so and so says that you write treatments. And then I like I've never solicited, like done that hustling thing. It's just like for uh, for that.
3: That doesn't sound like the Marty I know. Yeah, you know, just staring at the phone all day long. Please ring. It'll work. I've never been the guy for whom
1: work just magically falls in his lap. Um, No matter how much hustling I do That doesn't seem to That doesn't seem to ever happen I've hustled Other places (laughs) Fifty-third and third What's that? It's a Ramon song about um, Sucking dick for drug money
2: Oh That's Fascinating Um, And Strangely
1: Biographical
2: So uh, Giselle arrived at just the right moment Because Like Hey Steve Have you heard of this movie Franchise called Star Wars
3: is it The Star Wars or Star Wars? I no, don't. The. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I, I thought, I, and I, is I it, it just Wars? No, is actually, it, I think it has
1: The. I'm going to check Is it you possessive it. or plural? Mm-hmm. Or think, there's it, a The uh, in possessive. the
0: subtitle.
1: It's Star Wars, oh, The you know Empire Station. I'm star
2: eating my... Star Wars, I'm, The I'm, Force Awakens. So there's a The. I apologize. I'm, I, but it's not before I it up. The Star. You are correct. Yeah. You're correct. That's what I thought. So stupid. I can't believe I missed that. Have you guys seen it yet? Twice. But you saw it twice? Saw it twice. Kruger, oh. did you see it? Not yet.
4: You have to be on the ball uh, scheduling-wise.
1: I have lots of friends who are on the ball scheduling-wise.
4: And they, they rope you in or suck you? What Just a group text. Oh.
2: Yeah, I went to see it last night um, at one of the, these places that has reclining seats. Ooh, and You fell asleep. I did fall asleep. Because <laughs> um, it was at 10 o'clock at night. And uh, I had just ha- finished having dinner with Dan Etheridge. and Ah Dan uh, the man yes who's only in town for like you know forty eight hours so he was unable to make it today ah. and he's just literally just Missed finished that dude. production so he it was exhausted last night but he does miss everybody here um, but then I went you know it was ten o'clock and you're in these really comfy reclining <laughs> seats and there's like you know a lot of exposition. So, like for five minutes, I nodded off, and it was delightful um, but the be and, and there were like th- I was there with thirty of my friends, and so it oh, was wow. like really, really fun, so uh, just like hearing everybody I in the theater, thirty people, let alone claim them as friends um, yep uh, and what my favorite thing is that nobody i managed to avoid all spoilers, and well I'm, done. and I'm glad I did, and I think people have been very respectful of that until now
4: so. <laughs> No, you're not going to. Are you going to do a
0: spoiler now?
1: No, 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 I, I, I would rather not well, I could, because I, I think it, it, it is important to experience it without. Yeah,
2: yeah. Without yeah. But it was fun to, to, you know, have certain expectations not met and not met, you know, right. like like just I was convinced of one storyline and that didn't happen. And, and uh, yeah. I'll it say was, this. The first the first time I saw it, I
1: couldn't. And this is totally on me. I couldn't. Get out of the sense of evaluating every choice and every decision and being like, okay, they cast this person. Why this person? Or th- they're really going to say that? That's the line they're going to say? Like every choice. Was, I was conscious of every choice.
0: Why
4: did they um, use that feel light?
1: <laughs> so I wasn't quite, uh, I wasn't en- why? enjoying why? it as much because I was, in this, I was in this, I wasn't letting go. I was in the state of like evaluating. And I wasn't, I wasn't even sure how I felt. I, I like, had feelings, but I wasn't quite sure how I felt about the movie. Then I couldn't stop thinking about it, and then thankfully friends had gotten tickets for another night. So I was like, okay, I get to go again. And, and just like go and watch it. it as a movie, and I had a blast. Yeah, I had I, a blast. And the same like five sort of uh, things about it were there for me the second time around, but I just didn't care as much. They're I just always had to be there.
2: There're there going to be five things that you know niggle at you in everything,
1: you know? mm, Not true. Okay. Oh, right. Probably in anything, in anything that that J. J. Abrams was going to do, but n- not in anything. I mean, there are movies I watch where I've just completely taken away. The only time
2: I was made uh, was very aware was when I th- was thinking, "Where's the lens flare, man?" <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did notice that. I ever looked for that a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: it's a blast, though. The Millennium Falcon's flying around, Tie Fighters shooting at it. The world's greatest sound effects
2: are happening all around. You're like, "Great, I'm in. Fun. It's fun." So. Uh, Darren, he sent us a Darren cracked article that pro- people can get probably at the uh, Tumblr page, TuesdaysMornings.tumblr.com, because that's what the Nooner Tumblr is at. That's where it's at. So it's uh, nine actors who do the exact same thing on every poster. Um, so oh, she's funny. She was saying that basically that it must be in their contract or part of their imaging that, for instance, Anne Hathaway has to be in front of everybody else in, uh, in her photos and that Steve Martin can never look like he knows what, what's going on. Um, yeah, that's, that's funny. Um, but that's also marketing because people want to see a Jack Nicholson movie and when they think of Jack Nicholson, they see, think of Jack Nicholson's teeth, you know, just like him grimacing. Think of Donald Sutherland's <laughs> okay, eyebrows. if
4: you guys was going to have a <clears throat> movie poster a series of movie posters what would be your
1: I wanted to be like is it is it, um, is it quiz show that's the back of Robert Redford's head
4: oh, this would no, always be the back uh, of your head yeah
1: it, Robert Redford keep that air of mystery in that movie did he direct it Yes. Well, then he's tangentially related, so don't talk to me like I'm a fucking idiot. But why would the back oh, of his head goodness. be? <laughs> I don't know. who's I didn't see the movie, so I don't know whose head it was. Ray <laughs> I'm just saying. You know. You know the image I would I always want it to be uh, the back of my head.
4: Um, I think that mine would be looking directly in the camera with a big smile on my face, like, "Hey, everybody, it's nice to see you."
3: <laughs> I like how Giselle proposes a question, but she really just wants to talk. Just <laughs> okay. to what? Uh, she just proposes a question. I'm going to ask the room this thing, but you, you you just wanted to say what the movie poster was that you wanted that you imagined No, I
4: be. was I I, so. I was afraid there was going to be dead air, so I thought I should jump in. Oh no, but that's I isn't have you know the show Don't now, worry
2: about now, dead it. air. Everybody's used to dead
3: air. Okay, <laughs> Who listens okay, to the show.
4: Then I will I will wait. Okay, so uh, Stephen Kruger, what would be yours?
3: What would be my movie poster?
1: Yeah, yeah that like What would you put in your contract, the, the nature of the image you would have to have on every film?
3: Ah, uh, the nature of the image. I, um... i um all oh smiling. Uh, it it, we, I, every movie I was in, I would, we, it would all picturing- have to be arranged like uh, episode four, A New Hope. You know, I'm, I'm holding a lightsaber with Princess Leia, whoever my co-star it, is.
2: Oh, uh, it wouldn't be you as Princess Leia and you as Obi-Wan <laughs> and you as... It, yes, I'd be all the characters... Um, I'm just picturing, but
3: in, in, in that kind of uh, pyramid like uh, assembly of the characters. I think that's, that's a classic. It works. I, I would just stick with that. I'm um,
1: picturing Giselle doing like a, a dark sort of biopic for like, or undercover, like spotlight or something like that, but on the poster, regardless of the
2: subject matter. She's,
0: hi, everybody.
2: <laughs> so the, uh, the original was painted uh, by Drew Struzen. The, the original, original uh, Star Wars poster.
1: The old school one that didn't have that didn't have the more the, the f- this more photorealistic look. Uh, the original, original. Uh, we like Leia's grabbing Luke's leg, like yeah, I think that's the
3: one. And and like he did, um, He's just grabbing ride like grabbing his leg like a sister, out of him. grab a brother. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, little little over there. Mm-hmm. Your thigh
3: yep. is strong, brother.
1: Like mm. he did the hook. The thigh is strong with this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he did hook. He did uh, Blade Runner that poster. Oh, that's you a great. Know, poster. That was poster. Uh, I would. It would be necessary to have just my sweet, sweet ass on a movie poster. <laughs>
1: Ooh, yeah. That's uh, covered or uncovered? Hmm. Dealer's choice. <laughs>
3: yeah, I think <laughs> Marty, your reference point should be that Loverboy album with the red leather jeans yeah. and the fingers crossed. I think that's pretty much where you need to begin.
2: That was like the photographer's like thirteen-year-old daughter. <laughs> was it? Yes, but that wasn't her hand. With uh, doing the, the crossed uh, fingers. So it was her ass and then somebody else's fingers.
3: The fact that you have that data just at chambered at your fingertips is shocking. Oh. Um. I watched a lot of VH1. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I don't behind know. the music. Fuck you.
2: Uh, um, so, uh, Giselle, how did you recover from?
4: You know... Um, like,
2: Giselle did two massive, like, like three-ounce shots of rum. Oh, wow.
4: I started... Good girl. Uh, uh, thank
2: you. Oh, Cougar, I also had a vegan uh, eggnog. Okay, so...
4: It was delicious, Eggnot-gog. so I had
2: that too. yeah. Eggless nog. It's, you just had nog-nog? Yeah. No. Well, Giselle, how was it?
4: It was, that nog was delicious. First of all, you could not tell if it was vegan or not vegan. It was delicious, creamy, sweet, and you put the rum in it. I loved it. I would have had many glasses of that, but I was too drunk to lift my hand <laughs> by the time I had all that rum. Uh, and... Afterward, it was really lucky, Marty, because we ended at 7 o'clock in the evening. So just I go home and I, I got over it that night. Oh, good. Yeah, I drink a lot of water and have a dinner. And then the next day, I just feel fine. So Oh, was, oh, nice. Yeah, very happy.
2: Yeah, that was a, a phenomenal, phenomenal night. Um, but Stephen I'm Kruger, sad I missed it.
4: I think you would not have liked me when I was drunk because when I'm drunk I, I think that I'm much cuter and funnier than I am and my volume of words and volume of volume ref- <laughs> reflect that uh, inaccurate belief
3: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of envious of you people who transmogrify w- once you get drunk because I, when I am wasted you could not tell I mean, inside, I am uh, awash in weird thoughts and and horrible, uh, you know, ideas. But I, I mean, I've I've been pulled over completely drunk, and the cops have no idea, which is kind of a dangerous thing. Yeah, but, yeah it's kind
2: of a dangerous thing. But yeah, I don't, I don't that recommend
3: approach. that, nor do that anymore. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm I'm the most like sane drunk you've ever seen. I'm, I don't get angry. I don't change at all. People. Eh, Were you drunk last night? I'm like, oh my god, I was. I don't know where I was.
4: What about when you do cocaine?
3: Um, I get real quiet, which is the opposite of, oh my god,
2: I can't shut up.
4: (laughs) And how (laughs) about mushrooms?
3: Um, I haven't done mushrooms in so long. I don't really. I don't. Wait, what about
4: the stuff? What about (laughs) ketamine?
3: (laughs) Uh, ketamine, I. You only did it once. I don't remember how I acted. I remember not enjoying it.
4: What about blue donkey?
0: <laughs> uh, what's that
2: again?
4: Oh, uh, I don't. It's a, it's a
2: strain of uh, a sal salvia.
4: So it's a strain. It's an herb. It's a, a mineral. Blood diamond. Uh, Go on. Keep going. Uh, it, well, you mm-hmm. have to ask for it. Special. <laughs>
3: ask who for it special
4: that's what's special you just <laughs> never know you just have to ask everybody till you find someone who have it
2: um okay
4: start now okay do you have anyone there you can ask <laughs>
0: Is it, um, where's
3: not, the dog the dogs outside. I, no, oh, not really he, here. But I, I, I'm sure I could find somebody.
4: Okay, so you let us know. Yeah, report back.
3: Oh, I saw the kid from Boyhood. Maybe I'll ask him. He was sitting at a at a at a restaurant bar. Oh, the other he's day. definitely
2: got a blue donkey hookup. Totes. <laughs> uh, how was he looking? Was he looking here suit? He just
3: he looked like he was at the, towards the end of the movie. Did he look super <laughs> fucked up on Blue Donkey? <laughs> <laughs> he just looked like a, you know, a 20-year-old.
4: You ever try a shrimp basket?
3: Um, Is that where the girl sits over you and shits in your, wait, no, that's a Cleveland steam, no, <laughs> wait. Is that where you stick your finger up her ass? And oh, my pull goodness. Out, no. Shrimp, ba- no, no, I, describe a shrimp basket for me.
4: It's just a basket. It's fried of potatoes, and they put shrimps in there.
3: Oh, I thought it was a sexual idiom or something, kind of like a creamy you know, sauce. A um, well, that's definitely what's it a called? A Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> creamy sauce.
2: Go on, <laughs> Marty. Take back the reins for God's no, sake. No, <laughs> I'm just I'm just enjoying watching this. Basket, <laughs> the, huh?
4: the inmates have got run of the asylum. Um,
3: is that where you put a midget in a, in a basket with no bottom and you hang her from the ceiling and then and you spin her and she slowly sort of screws onto your erect penis? Is you that do what a that thing is? with
4: your fingers behind your back. Okay. And then you have somebody else stand on that. Okay. And put a foot over your neck.
2: <laughs> okay, I like where this is going. Well, shrimping is where you suck someone's toes.
4: Oh, really?
2: Mm-hmm. All Okay. Right. What? What's? That's that's what it's called. So what, maybe what, what, a shrimp basket is, move basket <laughs> is
4: just like an espadrille or sandals. Yeah, yeah. In those,
0: in
2: like jellies. Yeah, like,
4: like little jellies. Flip flops.
2: Uh, I'm glad we f- figured this one out. So, Steve, it's not nearly as bad as he thought. Oh, is. wonderful! Yeah. Uh,
4: hey, um, Stephen Kruger, um. So I want. Is your- there
3: another Stephen there? You keep, you keep saying my full name. Are, are, are we going to be confused with another Stephen?
4: I just wanted to maintain the formality of our Oh, relationship. okay.
3: Yes. Giselle.
4: <laughs> net. Net. Giselle. Net. Um, dot net.
3: No, dot com. No,
4: what? Not, I, not that I'm pushing you to do your impression. <laughs> really can we put it to bed? But no, I'm joking, you're funny. Uh, your your friend Bill Cosby is suing the ladies who has accused him. Yes. That's a bold move, Bill.
1: Well the thing is, he's not wrong. If he hadn't been accused of rape, he probably, those deals probably would have gone through.
4: That's true. I'm
1: not saying he's I'm not saying it, anything other than what I just it,
4: said.
2: It's his only move, really. Right. Like, because he... uh, Well, his
1: other move is to fade away because he's rich for life and he doesn't have to...
2: But he's... No, he wants... He's not in it for the money. He's in it for his honor. This is the only way he can restore his...
4: but how can? But he's not suing out? them for when slander. He, he's suing
2: them for loss for the loss of the contract. But which no, but for
4: defamation, though. No. But def- their, their defense is that it's the truth.
2: Right. But so this so is. So they his, just take the stand
4: s- and say, "Here's what he did to me. I'm telling the truth."
2: Right. And then if they decide against him, against those women, then he can say, "See, they're liars."
4: But I don't think they're going to decide. If uh, judging from completely just from pre-trial publicity plus my own. Uh, biases. I think they're believable. Hey, I'm getting a phone call I have to take.
2: Hey, let's. what would Bill say? Cosby. Dr. Cos. Steve. I think he's setting
1: up
3: Kruger for a Cosby impression. What? Oh, I don't do impressions anymore. I'm oh, sorry. Jesus that that part of my act is over.
2: Uh, oh, great having you on the show, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Just the sound effects guy? Yeah. I'm Michael Winslow from... No, you're the rich... Spanish? Police Academy. You're the, the Central Texas Rich Little... And go, come on, dance, monkey, dance, dance, do something. I I I was almost
3: gonna do your dad as Thurston Howell, but then I backed away from it. I thought, I I feel like we've we've done your parents enough, and the cause. I mean, I I think Giselle's kind of. Or somebody said it. Why why doesn't he just go away? Yeah, uh, yeah. He doesn't even have fuck you money. He has fuck me. Fuck everybody, he, yeah, money. Right?
1: He he like fuck you, whether donkey, or not you want me to, money. He
4: have blue donkey money. Yeah,
1: he has take this blue donkey and then have
3: me fuck you, money. <laughs> you know, and just go away for two years and we'll forget about it. He'll, you know, I mean, the the courts won't forget about it, but uh, the the court of public opinion is is clearly not not a fan of this dude,
2: but I think his ego is so big and and he's been acting, to be and big he's big been acting like them. this for decades without any sort of reprisal, so why not why the fact that he led a life relatively openly like gross and right. then like yes, but and then I mean, like, to have it like and be called I, on he's what like, he's I'm,
3: accused of is reprehensible, of but course. he's not like. I mean, from what I understand, he's. it's not a power rape. It's not, I, I need to take this power away from this woman and make her feel, you know, weak. And he, he likes to fuck women when they're asleep. So. Isn't
2: that a power thing though? Isn't that like taking total control over their bodies? I think it's a sexual perversion.
3: And it's there's also probably like a big thrill in you meet this girl and you give her a drink and you can do whatever you want and you can kind of get away with it. But I mean, I feel like, the Kobe Bryant case, like that woman said, no, I don't, don't put that in my butt. And he said, eh, you're all right. Don't worry about it. Um, that was more like a, like a, an aggressive power move and, and Cosby feels, uh, I, I don't know, like in a, in a weird way, like it's, it's his, it's his perversion. And he's, I, I think cause he's rich and powerful and women were afraid to speak out cause they were, you know, they wanted to, they wanted to make it, you know. You kind of just endure that kind of crap. It's also like a really horrible indictment of, of the, the emptiness and the hollowness of show business. I guess so. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I don't I think th- women would take that in, at the, you know, at working at a Target. You know, like, oh, well, my boss seems to uh, knock me out and and I wake up. He's got his, he's, he's shrimping. Is that the right? Am I yeah, using that correctly?
2: Yeah, 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 yep, yeah. my feet, yeah. Because,
3: uh, but you know, hey, I want to be head head checker. You know, by the time I'm 30, so. Well, I gotta, think it
2: has. There, there are smaller versions of that on, a, and any sort of power dynamic. You know, there's that political consultant guy who just had to sh- shut down his whole thing because he was harassing all of his female employees. I mean, he was this liberal, like, uh,
3: but I mean, didn't you think? At that, at, at whenever he was accused of doing this, oh, it was decades. I mean, he's a very popular, powerful entertainment figure. He I read his laid. book, *Fatherhood*. Like that's that that's not the problem, right? I mean, he he could get women to sleep with him, I right? Think it right, was,
2: right? Like maybe his wife, what? whom he married and had cats with. No, but but that's why I think it's about power. It's about like taking control, and in a, a way that, like you say, is perverted. But it's still it, it's this weird. Th- control thing i don't know i mean like all of a sudden charlie sheen is just like oh he's just a guy who likes to fuck anything that moves like he seems like
4: that's why if you go near him you have to be very still
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Near near charlie sheen you yeah, be yeah for your safety. Beca- be- because yeah i mean it's yeah. been well established um have you heard of fallout 4 <laughs> <laughs> to change the subject to something, segue. Yeah,
3: coming at you. In three, two, one.
2: Fallout Four.
3: Yes. Uh,
2: have you played it? I haven't. Is that the one with the dog? There's a dog walking around. There's a dog walking around with you, if you so choose. Yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic thing.
4: It's like apocalypse meets Marley and me.
2: Um, it's like the apocalypse meets Marley and me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you know, I, all the people are playing it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get a, a new computer that can play it. So I did. And it was very cheap, actually, uh, the, this computer. And I did need a new computer. So, um, Dude, you got a Dell. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> There's some guy who. Ben Curtis. <laughs> you remember his name? Wow. Yeah, I met him. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did you work with him? Is no. Was this, this in New York?
4: No, I did not work with him. Just I met him. And I want a jacket that's a "dude" on the back.
2: Nice. Well, that's a story. That must have been before yeah. he got fired for raping a bunch of women. Wa- no, no, no that's Bill just, Cosby. Before he got, got fired hot. for hot smoking. He dope.
4: was, yeah, marijuana. He was a nice young kid.
2: Like now, like as an entertainer, you you can make an industry out of like Kevin Smith smoking marijuana, you right. know, and like. I vac- saw
1: him uh, Saturday night at the uh, at the Force Awakens.
2: Oh, wow! It's at the Arclight. Cool. I saw. The guys who work at my local Trader Joe's at the theater. (laughs)
0: Um,
2: So there's a guy in Russia, in Siberia, who spent uh, weeks, three weeks playing Fallout 4, skipping work, not sleeping or eating, and ignoring his friends and wife. Wow. And so his wife left him. Jesus. Because he was playing Fallout 4. So knowing myself, I don't think... 95% of the world are fucked up. I don't think I should play Fallout 4 (laughs) so i think i'll stick with Paul. you have no wife um did you say life
1: uh i could have and mm-hmm. it would have worked in the context <laughs> mm.
3: sorry yeah, that's... yeah i remember in uh getting out of college and getting sim city and uh i was living with my girlfriend at the time at her parents house and everyone got up to go to work and i was supposed to you know go look for a job just, just graduated film school there's there's work out there for directors and writers um and i logged on in the morning started playing SimCity, and uh i remember the garage door opening and thinking what are they doing be- oh my god it's 5 30 <laughs> i just sat here for an entire day just pressing buttons and yeah. building cities and thought eh, maybe i shouldn't be a gamer
2: <laughs> so i'm i'm just looking for games where the reviews are like uh, though my, our biggest complaint is that it's too short. You know, right. Right. Ten hours of gameplay, we expect more for this amount of money. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, perfect for me. That's like, You should play Robotron. It's
1: a miracle if you can last more than 90 seconds. Right, but then you keep wanting to replay and replay and replay. Uh, a couple times, and you're like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Are you
2: kidding? When those brain things come after uh, you? That's
1: start- as far as I
2: can get. I can't get past the brain things. That's how bad I am at it. Uh, it's the best. Uh, so, yeah, there was a guy in China who... Spent his um, so much time playing video games, he, he killed himself. He died. Uh, oh. Give me a little bit more context. Like, he starred himself to death, like the guy in, in um, well, he, seven? Or he. It's happened here in Korea as well, but he was playing. Sloth! Yes. He was playing <laughs> World of Warcraft. He was playing World of Warcraft for 19 hours in a Shanghai uh, internet cafe, and then he collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> From a blood clot That formed in his leg f- After sitting and playing Oh no This is in U- the UK Some guy Had a blood clot For Because he, all you did Was sit and play Video games Well that's a very a simple
3: fix You get a standing desk Done Duh. Or, alive, okay. you, or
1: you don't have a cafe That's open for 19 straight hours Or you kick people out
3: Or, or you, you have you,
1: a Standing desk I or, think. You, or you get a fucking girlfriend You fat loser
4: or you wear compression? I'm
1: assuming you're fat because you're a loser.
4: Compression leggings that help combat deep vein thrombosis.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Giselle with the sensible choice.
2: No, but there are also. No,
4: I think the standing desk. Go stand and move around. <laughs> there are also
2: stories of people who are just like get, get, have a treadmill desk, and then like I lost forty pounds playing playing you know GTA Five because I did it with my walking desk. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I I'm. I'm very torn about what game to play. I prefer real life <laughs> experiences. Days. Oh, fuck or
1: pinball.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Marty, you need like a uh, an imaginary that's... character in your life, kind of like Tyler Durden. You need someone to tell you, like, go go out today, and you know what? Go to Trader Joe's and start a fight with one of those checkout guys. Just punch one of them right in the face. Oh, I always want to do that. that.
2: Really? Yeah, with their I stupid
3: shirts and asking
1: me, "How's your day?" Well, it was great until you're this bullshit.
2: What? Why is being friendly bullshit? Cuz it's not
1: real friendly. It's I'm wearing a, a a Hawaiian shirt and I work for Trader Joe's. So I have to ask how your day is.
4: <laughs> you good work there. You're Jesus good at fucking that. fucking
1: Christ. What? But aren't like
2: that's manners? Manners is being fake. No, manners is hey, how are you? But how's your day? That's not manners. Um, oh Jane said Portal or Portal Two. Yeah, that the big complaint about Portal was like it's too short. And I'm like, no, it's perfect. And I, yeah. How's your
1: day? Ding ding ding, ring a bell right in my fucking ear. And we
2: got Steven Merchant doing one of the voices. Um I fucking hate that place and I have to go grocery shopping. Really? I love Trader Joe's, man. Oh, it's I the hate best. It.
3: It's like they well, when they're you know, like they the Simpsons. You that, hey, how's your day going? Just in a very positive uh, sort of timber voice, just say really bad. <laughs> That's what I, I will throw that out there every now and then. And you, sometimes uh, they don't even hear you. you, you, you but just sometimes they go, it. "Oh, oh." Well, it'll turn around. I'm like, meh, probably won't. <laughs> but just return that kindness with. I'm having a real shitty day.
2: Doug um, Hislop just sent us uh, Christmas wishes, and this is the link he sent us.
0: The, the is like a tree. I was wondering if I could sing my favorite. Christmas song (laughs) we will Oh! Well, we'd love a Christmas song, wouldn't we, folks? Christmas songs! Christmas songs! Christmas All right, here we go. On On the the first first day of (laughs) Christmas, my true true love, (laughs) gave (laughs) to. (laughs) <laughs> Me, a pet,
2: a pet, a and a pet, in a pet, and a
4: pet, and a Oh, my
2: god, just a pure soul. He is. Um I love and then pet, time- like- Go ahead. a a is. Um, and then Oh, connection
1: troubles. Um, you know the gag in The Simpsons where Bart wants to make the teachers' lives miserable, and he repaints all the parking lines in the parking lot so that they, when they all pull in, they can't get out of their cars because they're too close together. That's what it feels. That's that's how it feels like they they design Trader Joe's with the aisles so that you can't pass two people in the aisle, so you're constantly smashing into everyone. And every time you stop to look at something, there's nine people trying to like get out of the way. It's fucking awful. Yeah. Like, I like their produce.
4: Produce. Mm. When I go into Trader Joe's, I try it's to always have... always like... <sighs> well, I try to have go. the same uh, mental attitude as when I'm flying on an airplane and have to go through TSA. Yep. Just nothing I, it's surrender nothing. to the process. Yeah,
1: like all the, all the Cosby ladies. I actually saw you in uh, the Trader Joe's here after a podcast,
2: but I had social anxiety and didn't say hello.
4: Oh. Oh, that's so sweet.
2: This episode brought to you by Trader Joe's for all your holiday needs.
4: <laughs> Let me ask you something. Did I have a scowl on my face?
2: No. No, you looked delightful. In fact, I couldn't. I, I you had a, a movie poster
1: smile. Yeah.
4: Oh, good.
1: Well, I wouldn't go that far.
4: Sometimes, sometimes. You were
1: concentrating because you were trying to choose produce. Oh,
4: produce. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you ever see, uh. <laughs>
4: produce.
1: Did you ever see, what is it, uh, Old Greg from the Mighty Boosh? Uh, talk- what are you doing here with my
2: funky produce? <laughs> uh. Um, that's not the actual quote, but it's something like that. Uh, okay. I,
1: oh, give me that funky milk.
2: I couldn't get into to Mighty Boosh. We've talked about that before. Yep. that's a good that's a good gateway sketch. Um, old Greg. Steve, are you a sketch comedy guy at all? Oh, I love sketch comedy. Did you watch the new Bob and Dave? Uh,
3: yeah, and I had the same feeling about the old Bob and Dave. Which is... <laughs> emptiness? <laughs> uh, so no, I just I'm leaving a little open space. There oh no, it's good. It's to... good. Yeah, it's it's not um, the it's I, not I the, notes, it's the, the notes. It's <laughs> the space in between the notes. Just a, yeah, it's 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 a little Thelonious monk of conversation here. Mm-hmm. I I just feel like they're too smart for their own
2: good. And also, like so many of those people, like Paul F. Tompkins, is like so freaking hilarious now, and and. You know, he was a straight man on the original show and now and he's the straight man on Bob and Dave. Like, why not use him for like one of his funny characters? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like he they just did the um, they're in the middle of the end of year uh, comedy bang bang um, podcast. And Paul Tompkins just he's just delightful. He makes I'm
1: unfamiliar with his work. I know his name. I've known it forever. I believe I follow him on Twitter, but I actually don't know oh. who the
4: fuck he hey, is. Do he have a big uh, space between his mm-hmm. two front teeth? I yeah. like him.
2: Yeah. and then, Yes. Just like Robert Morse. Yeah, and he does a, like a variety show at Largo with music and comedy and it's just... I want to do a variety show. You did a variety show with music and comedy. I want to
1: do another one. All right. I actually had a dream last night that I was playing the banjo and singing um, an Elvis song and I was accompanying myself on percussion with... By tap dancing. And go. I can't remember. I don't um, care if the sun don't shine. I give my loving in the evening time when I... With my
2: baby. I don't care. Really? You had that vivid a dream? That's pretty amazing.
1: Well, I think it was sort of... I think it was the end of the dream as I was waking up, and then I started thinking about how would that actually work. And I was also not quite awake, so I think I was drifting back and forth between actually dreaming and trying to figure out how to do this sketch. Or not sketch, but performance.
2: Oh, Tyson, don't tell me the time sucks. I want the time spenders. Uh, so your, um, your mom is coming in when? Your mom is coming. Oh, boom. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I,
1: I, burn. I pick my mom up at the airport on Christmas Day. She is my gift.
2: That's fabulous. And your gift to her is? Picking her up at the airport. Because it's <laughs> a fucking awful thing to have to do. <laughs> Especially on Christmas Day. And you're going to be in Joshua Tree. Yeah,
4: I'm going to be in Joshua Tree. Tripping
2: on peyote underneath the stars.
4: Did you hear about that guy in Venezuela? Yeah,
0: Venezuela.
4: Somewhere. Venezuela? Peruvalia.
1: I really think it's Venezuela.
4: I think it might be Venezuela. Hmm. I really think it's Don Quixote. He was down there at a hippie place or something doing. mental trips with ayahuasca We a Mixed drug with little oh, blue
0: donkey. donkey
2: that's i have a friend who went into so that So he in Peru. was in,
4: an, in a Peruvian place doing ayahuasca with his friend and somehow they get crazy in their head and his friend stab him to death. Oh jeez. All the way to death. Not just
1: all the <laughs> way to death, yeah. He was stabbed entirely
2: towards death,
4: in that, 100% of the way. He was wow.
2: stabbed until he was dead, yeah. So, did he die?
4: Yeah, he did right after he was stabbed to death.
2: A Cambridge graduate, uh, was killed by oh, a, a, a Canadian, pants. the oh. Yale of UK. There's evil in all of us, yeah. And it was in Peru, and um, <laughs> she got so much right, yeah. No, Wait, cool. where was it? Peru. Peru yeah. Okay,
4: so I got Peru.
2: Yeah, and I was Peru. Yeah, no I had a friend who went down there and like went on these guided trips and of course it was like a, you know, a Hollywood actor type and like and said it was like the most amazing experience. Like, well and, don't take a fucking knife. <laughs> right, right. Leave the knives at home. But um, boy, what a... Yeah, stay away from Joshua, Andrew Freeman, Stevens. He's well, it's probably not hard to do. He's probably in fucking jail. Yeah, but he's still... He, Peruvian if, jail. If, no if you're less. in jail in Peru... It's the worst kind of jail. Look out for that guy, because he's stabby. And were they he friends before, before
4: they take the... Well, they're, they're, I not I
2: they're not friends now. They're not friends now, because he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so ladies so and gentlemen...
0: <gasps>
1: oh, I caught Marty off
0: guard. that's my no? favorite. S.M.R.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour. and You're listening to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodcast Internet radio network.
2: How was I caught off guard?
1: Because I said, ladies and gentlemen, and you got this
2: quick panic in your no, face. I was, I was right on top of the ones and twos. Uh, Didn't look like it to me.
4: Did you get a new jacket? So, uh, Steve. No, this is
2: a very old jacket.
0: Steve,
4: like what
2: do you like Thank when you're on
1: Ayahuasca? I wore it in Jenny's Wedding, the film.
4: Oh, what scene? The, the only
1: one I was in. The
4: jacket scene.
1: <laughs> uh, no, actually, I was in two scenes. Yeah, the jacket scene.
4: <laughs> That's a good scene.
2: <laughs> the outdoor scene. <laughs>
4: Uh yeah, Stephen Kruger. When did you do right, ayahuasca? What's going,
2: what's going on? What do you oh, like what? when you're on ayahuasca? Are I've
3: you... never done ayahuasca. Well, I didn't. Yeah, it's kind of I a... usually have a stabby uh okay, desire, so there but go. I'm usually alone, so I just don't stab.
2: <laughs> you don't cut yourself?
3: Not a cutter. I want to stab someone else. Yeah. Um Ooh, I don't I I saw the re- renovant, re- revanant, re- ravenant. Uh-huh. And uh,
2: there's some stabbing in that. I hear that opening scene is pretty or sequence is pretty intense.
3: It's um, it's a good movie. It's not real uplifting and and happy and uh, it's tense. But, um, you know, there's like there's movie beheadings that you see in you know, uh, action adventure movies. And then there's the ISIS beheading you download and go. Why did oh, I watch oh, that? that? That doesn't look like the movies. There's some stabbing in it that's like, oh, that's what it uh, must really be like. I, I don't it doesn't seem like fun. Yeah. Um, but did you like the movie? Um, yeah, I <laughs> do not. I did not understand a word Tom Hardy said the entire movie. But that like seems the, to be one of his things. Yeah. That's his thing. right? He, he's go,
0: so good looking.
4: You don't need his words.
2: Like Benicio del Toro in The Usual Suspects. Oh my God! Oh, they I should have God. him, uh, uh, Tom Hardy, uh, the the ghost of Marlon Brando in a in like uh, doing some sort of play. Ice Man cometh. Do, Do a long monologue.
3: Yeah. even though words. it's not
4: mumbling, I just recently <laughs> saw Christopher Walken in a movie called Turks and Caicos. Uh, and his delivery of lines is so unexpected that it makes it difficult to understand what he's <laughs> saying. He, he sounds like Jimmy.
2: Wait, do, do, do your... Um, my Christopher Walken. Yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, he goes, he go, uh Mr. Elliot, I want you to come to dinner at my house tonight. Like that that, does sound like that was
3: Adam Sandler doing Christopher Walken.
4: <laughs> it was Jimmy from South Park. Jimmy,
3: Adam Sandler doing Jimmy from Timmy South, with South with Park the doing
2: Christopher Walken.
3: Yeah,
4: they all sound alike. On the Ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> On Ayahuasca.
2: No, Timmy, someone else. Oh. I don't watch that one. No, Timmy. Which yeah. one? No, Jimmy. That was Jimmy. Jimmy from
4: was, South Park.
2: Today. Still- hey. oh, Tim right. Timmy
4: is in the wheelchair. Jimmy has crutches. They got oh, two,
2: two retards? God.
4: N- uh, neither of them is retarded. Uh, Jimmy has uh, <laughs> cerebral no, palsy,
0: was just and, but, then the,
2: but then there's no, the other guy who is. And Jimmy called what's his name a, a retard. Remember that was the whole, the,
4: What is his name? Danny Bruce. I don't know, but he, he have Down syndrome. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: That was funny. <laughs> so funny.
4: funny. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's so funny. I
2: just think that's great. Me too. So fearless, Steve. What are you doing for the holidays?
3: Oh, I'm gonna stay here. Uh-huh. I'm going to stay where, right where I am.
2: Are going to have any family come out and visit?
3: Um, uh, Nope. Had them come out for Thanksgiving, and that was enough. Did you do the cooking? I did all the cooking. Nice. Actually, you'd be proud of me, Marty. I sous vide just about everything, and it was all done the day before, which left me nothing to do the day of. And
0: <laughs>
4: Isn't us, that the best?
2: We had that... to
3: talk. You can it's...
4: work on your floral centerpiece. It's the
2: totally the way to do it, man. That, yeah. That's you, – you, bone it and it's just like easy to carve
4: your mother's napkin um, rings
2: so you're you're creating a new Christmas tradition in Austin that's fantastic yes
3: you
4: just take I'm a symbol and you glue some little tiny flowers on it so each napkin have its own tiny pot of flowers
2: so <laughs> Giselle, she's really just doing the bit right yeah she's doing a bit okay, I don't know what's the bit <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> it's a bit a bit a bit, a bit. <laughs> yeah
4: jumping at bit
2: the bit. It is the operative word. It's a <laughs> bit. It's not a thing. I, I think it's he bit. chomped on the bit. <laughs> just like right dead center and just In like In
4: mother Russia the bit jump
0: on you. <laughs> oh
2: god. <laughs> uh so,
3: Timely,
0: like,
2: good. I have family coming down and oh, and Marty, what are you doing?
3: No one ever asks Marty a question. No, it's, so it's fine. Um,
0: all oh, you other
3: ding dongs just run your mouth and talk over him. No one ever goes, So, what are you doing? Marty? I
1: asked him about the movie poster, and we got to think about Marty's butt and all its many forms. No, I volunteered that. Oh. Yeah, but really well, nice I was just butt. thinking about your butt then. Uh, so I might have been thinking about your butt what before your the butt poster thing like? came Giselle was wait, My? yeah,
4: Jesus. I've never seen it.
1: Small and round, I think. I never look because
4: I'm always too busy admiring your shoulders.
1: That's where, that's, that's where I want the eyes to go. <laughs> that's where I'm putting them.
4: <laughs> so when the ladies start that's to by look design. at you, you go, hey ladies, my shoulders is up here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I've been
1: told I have a nice butt, but what would I know?
4: Okay, when you stand I up today, I'll check it out.
1: I'm wearing dumpy um, cords. <laughs> okay. Which ironically used to be the pants that I thought, like, well, I don't know if I could buy cords this tight, and now they're like the loosest, baggiest pants that I have. Oh, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't like want to step on. For Amy Schumer's
3: wonderful, wonderful bit, but I mean, when you when you look at a guy's butt and you're like, oh, he's got a nice butt, you, you know, we shit out of that thing, right? <laughs> that's where we make. What's <laughs> where we make brownies?
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. that's where you shit out of. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have a colostomy bag. Not I'll make assumptions yeah. here. I, I mean, I, it's, it's, I, it's, it's I have little like. Rock hard diamonds that come out of my <laughs> armpits like once a year, <laughs> and that's my poop. Oof. What?
3: I mean, I, I know it's it's aesthetically pleasing, but you know, oof, he's got a nice ass. Like, yeah, that's he's, when he and he sits down and a big tail comes out of it and breaks off. Yeah, once but weird a day. shit I mean, comes I mean, out of everything of everybody. It's kinda, it's kinda, what, hey, human beings are disgusting front. all around. Yeah, that's
1: true. Um, tell us more about your poop. You, bar- you barf out of your mouth, but you still see the woman's mouth and want to kiss it. I don't. Mm, barfing is pretty, pretty
3: uh, rare. I mean, not you, people... with the bulimic girls that I like. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, uh, the 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 ones with the correct body type? <laughs> right.
2: So, are you guys familiar with the Pirelli calendar? Nope.
3: Yes. Tires. tires.
2: Yeah. So, but every year they do. I think uh, they uh, had this... Greek. What? Greek. Uh, kind of Turkish. Well, Who makes them. Well, now tires. they're owned by a UK a, a UK conglomerate. I don't know yeah, their entire history, but entire so, okay, we're they're talking they're about expensive it. very oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't have to talk about it off mic. I'm explaining it right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they're a tire company. She was keeping me up to speed. And then over the years, uh, they have an annual publication that is a, a very exclusive calendar, and it's like they have uh, tons of very famous celebrities in there, and, and it's like all fancy, and, and they only have a, a limited run, so you can't... Uh, is very hard to get. Um and this you know This sounds uh, so stupid. And it's it's very glamorous. I thought don't you like beautiful women?
4: It's all Sure, but I don't f- need the version.
2: exclusivity and it's a tire count. It's like, it's all there's sto- beautiful women everywhere. Do
4: you guys if I want a beautiful a woman? Book book, I'll just look Dr. at Giselle. Su, sto- oh,
0: that one Boom. I'll go
4: silent for. <laughs> a moment of silence. <laughs> for that nice thing.
2: Yes. So, every year they have uh, a different photographer, like, um, you know, Richard Avedon has done it a couple times, her Brits, Annie Leibovitz, and this year, um, Annie Leibovitz did it again, and the difference is that almost all of them are not models, and I I don't think any of them are models, but, and all of them are, except for a couple, are, like, fully clothed, like, they're not wearing, like, Ah. um, they're not wearing, like, bathing suits and stuff like that. Um, is it? I want my, I want, my, wouldn't you want, I want to, my
1: cheesecake. Well, I think real progress would be having them not be models and also not fully clothed so that we can sort of get over our sense of what bodies are supposed to look like.
2: Wait, say that again. Uh,
1: if you're going to have them, I, I, real progress might be something like having them not be models, but in traditional model skimpy outfits so that we just get over our, our body prejudice.
2: Oh, well, that's what Amy Schumer do, does in December. The December uh. image is her just in a a. Be- Bottom and and naked otherwise uh, posing in a chair and drinking a cappuccino. No, oh, good for yeah. her. Yeah, so uh, they're doing it. They listen to you. You're, ah, you're, finally, your finally, words, your words matter. <laughs> Steve, are, have I you ever exist. have you ever had a Pirelli calendar?
3: I had never heard of the Pirelli calendar prior to this, and I still don't know why anyone in this digital age would need a calendar. I mean, I guess to put up in your man cave or something um, to look at a scantily clad woman for an entire month. When, like the old you
1: know, spank bank.
3: Yeah. Uh, just an endless supply of them on the internet. But I uh, looked at the uh, the poster and it, it's I, I think it has uh, uh, who's that famous uh, shoot what's her name? She's a famous writer. Like they have uh,
4: Joyce Carol Oates.
3: Joyce Carol Oates is in it. <laughs> Patty Smith, <laughs> Serena Williams, um,
4: Ruth Rendell.
0: <laughs> that's no? Ruth
3: Bader Ginsburg. Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand the corpse of Ayn Rand is in it. No, there was there was some Kendily interesting people Glad. in it. So I, they also got us to talk about Pirelli, which is the the, the ultimate purpose for all of this. So good for them.
2: Um,
3: yeah, but yeah, Amy Schumer. It's, that's a bold photo she took. That's yeah. That's saying yeah. I'm. This is what I look like, and this is what most women look like. They don't look like the other Giselle, um, Tom Brady's Giselle, yeah. Bunjun. Bunjun. So it, it's nice to see that. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of normal shaped actress women, and um, you know, I think I think it's a good thing.
1: I still don't want to fuck her, but I think it's a good thing. I'm just kidding. Oh, she'd be fun
2: to fuck. She's, I didn't see the picture, so I'm she's not DTF
0: coming. for sure.
2: Um, Giselle, I sent you something. Sure, I'm not on her oh, list. Oh, okay. I so, don't know
4: what it is.
2: Um, we have a little theme song that we need to sing.
4: How many words do you get mm-hmm. when you write 100 mm-hmm. to 120 words? Hundred to hundred, 120. And 20. <laughs> Nicely done. Let's see what we have here. Okay. Oh, uh, this is from our friend Cassandra Cardenas. Hey! And uh, first, you start with an email. Shall I read the email? Sure, why not? If you're wondering. But we're not in
2: the mail sack.
4: Oh, shall we save that part?
2: Just go I'm for so it. So confused. Okay.
4: If you're wondering just how much there is for me to do in Washington State, think about how I'm listening to the podcast live. El Zingo. <laughs>
1: El Zingo. El Zingo. It's a callback to like 20 episodes ago. I'm on Cutting vacation.
4: Your <laughs> She say, "I'm on vacation doing what I would just be doing in Los Angeles." Or maybe I just miss you guys already." Oh, that's really sweet. Oh. It's 36 degrees here, that's Fahrenheit, which is cold.
2: And 120, that she, she hit the limit.
4: Uh, <laughs> and it's <laughs> raining. <laughs> It's raining. I went on a run this coming. morning. That was good man. I and mean. although the trees are beautiful and green, I think my nose almost froze off in less than 20 minutes. It's still somehow not as cold as your house, door, Martin. Elzingo. Okay, uh, here is my 100-word submission. I live in a tiny house, just me and this white guy with red eyes. From what I can hear, I am the nice one. So I guess this is just existence. They're lucky I'm covered in fur, otherwise I would surely die out there. That would certainly make that 14-year-old boy who holds me from time to time upset. He's awkward, I can even I can tell. I got to get to know the white guy. Does he also like celery? <laughs> or being on the second floor of the house? I want to be out in trees, getting spooked by any sound I hear the big boob lady in the itchy sweater was right about me yesterday. I do have a small brain. <laughs> <laughs> and then she say, spoiler alert, it's about my rabbits. Oh. My cousin's rabbits.
2: And are you the big boob lady?
4: I think Cassandra is referring to herself or her cousin as the big boob lady in the itchy sweater.
2: Oh. oh, Little red white guy with red eyes. That's <coughs>
4: mm. oh. That's cute.
2: I don't know if I've met an affectionate the rabbit. Big boob lady with the itchy sweater.
4: <laughs>
2: like every rabbit I've ever met has just been... Been terrified? Yeah, yeah.
1: They definitely have a... There's a twitchiness. Well, because I was them. trying to fuck it. Right. <laughs> <Jesus>.
2: <laughs> what?
4: The rabbits do seem to me to be fur-covered fear.
2: You're trying to give it a shrimp basket? Yeah. Uh so that was our that was our one submission for hundred words, Cassandra. You know, if ever you're in town, right. we have an open door policy. If you ever want to stop by <laughs> and meet the merps, um, yeah. yes. Oh, and Darren tweeted out that photo of Amy Schumer half naked.
4: Oh, good. And also yeah, Jane Sailor, our Sailor Angel Jane, uh, she remind she tweeted um, the retarded kid, the kid with Down syndrome on South Park, is mm-hmm. Nathan.
2: Nathan. <laughs> Listen. Oh my God, it was so funny.
4: That's right, Dan. Thank you very much. Uh, Good one.
2: Good one. Uh, hold
1: on. I think Marty's trying to get us into the mail sack. Would that be is right?
0: Steve, Kruger, it. We're going to dip into the, the mail, sack. mail sack. mail sack.
2: Come on. You, <laughs> I like to give I the listeners listen. the image of your mail struggle. Sack. Yeah.
0: For the record, it entertains was, me, uh, yeah, and I thought it might
2: great. I thought it might entertain them. I was going to talk about my holiday problems, but Giselle seemed to be more interested in Bill's ass. Can't blame her. Oh. But you totally shat on it, so.
4: Who, when, what?
2: When I was trying to, when I.
4: Your, oh, I thought you were reading something. This is you talking? Yeah. Oh, I'll stay quiet. You tell no, no, no. us about it's your okay. problems. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's
2: already gone. It's already been Let's passed. Let's bring it back. No, we're in the mail sack. Um.
4: He's so strict. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Peter W.G. says, This morning, all, as I will not be heading home for this Christmas holiday, I was thinking of doing a six to seven mile hike somewhere in the area. And this morning, oh. if anyone had any good suggestions. Very funny yes. that we, um, that this is a very local question. Also, considering that last week's episode still hasn't posted on iTunes, I might need you to tweet me your answers because I will more than likely be in a meeting if your show is live. No, you're going to have to just listen to it. Um, so, this is, Giselle is, is very up well... Here?
4: Yeah, the yeah. San Gabriel Mountains have a lot of great trails. The Sam Merrill at the top of Lake Avenue is nice.
2: Is that the Echo? Is that the one that reaches Echo Peak?
4: Echo Canyon or something? The, Echo Peak. The, yeah, Echo yeah. Peak. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, that's a little crowded. That's like five miles, I think. Yeah. Um,
4: There's uh, the uh, well. The bridge to nowhere is always great, but that's nine wet. miles round trip.
2: And that's is that wet? That? Yeah, that's wet. Yeah. That's a wet one. Um, and then what's the, the one, um, there's Eaton Oh, Canyon. yeah,
4: Eaton Canyon, that's a good one.
2: There's also the Palisades, too. You yeah.
4: know.
2: Oh, um, go ahead, keep talking.
4: There are some, in this wet weather, you might be good to look for a ridge trail. If you don't want to be down in the wet canyons, you climb up to the ridge although then you would get rained on. You can't go wrong with the San Gabriel Mountains. Um, well, they have trees, and <laughs> you guys just going to leave me hanging. No, well, I'll talk about decaying this leaves for a long no. time. Okay,
2: go, there's a
4: Because I love them.
2: In Malibu, there's a great ridge
4: watch hike. watch the tr- leaves twinkling down from the twi- trees, and they catch the light, and it's really like confetti All falling. Right. It's like nature's confetti. This twinkle is, twinkle. It's fabulous.
2: In Malibu there's a ridge trail that you can do and it's like seven miles or six and a half miles and it's really great. Great great views. And then you can go to Neptune's Net, which is a California staple. Oh uh, yeah. Um I believe I've been there. Yeah. I mean it's not great, but it's kind of fun to go after a seven mile hike and have some deep fried <laughs> clam strips, if that's your jam. Um what you're really acting
3: do? out. A group text. This is fantastic.
2: I know. know.
3: Hey, where should I hike today? Question mark.
2: Yeah, totally. Okay, well, this is something closer to home for you, Steve. Uh, Hey, guys and girls. I just want to send you a quick email to tell you that uh, I hope you all... Have a happy holiday, whatever you are doing. It has been a great year of podcasting, except for today. A couple of people added, one removed, and the classic standbys with the occasional stopping in of Dan. Given that there is zero pay and oftentimes you give each other tons of shit, it is very sweet and generous for you to all keep showing up in the freezing cold dog kennel every Tuesday (laughs) just before the garbage collectors arrive. So from me to you, thanks to uh, all of you for yet another year of entertainment Steve Owens from San Antone. Yeah, oh. thank
4: you. Um,
2: Is anybody going? What does Steve Sanitone. look like, Steve?
3: Well, uh, he, his Twitter handle has a picture of a, a dapper gentleman with a nice hat on. So I assumed that was him. And then I double clicked on it and I realized it's Frank Sinatra. <laughs> which I, I, strangely, before I really sort of sat down and got to know Dan Etheridge, I looked at his Twitter handle photo, and Paul it Lynn. was a a, a a person laughing. And I realized later that's not him. That's Paul Lynn, the Center Square. Oh yeah, from the '70s Hollywood Squares. Yeah, we we and pretty much the it. inspiration for the the voice of uh, Roger on American Dad. Um. So yeah, he doesn't look like that. He's a different. Diff, he has a different look. Uh,
2: is that the alien?
3: Roger. Wait. No, Steve Owens has a different look. He doesn't look like Frank I, Sinatra. I
2: know, but is Roger, is Roger
3: the Alien on American Death. Yes.
2: I'm yes. amazed that you know that.
3: That he's that he's basically... That, that you Seth know- MacFarlane is basically doing a Paul, Paul Lind impression? No, that you know the characters on that show. Oh, I enjoy that show very much.
2: Oh, really? Never, yeah. see, never seen it. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, Steve uh, Owens, thank you so much for for uh, emailing in. That's That means a lot because... Um, Yeah, it is fun. We enjoy doing this show. I met
3: him in Austin. He came up for work, and I realized uh, I I had a great moment of clarity. He's a very sweet guy, Um, and we we had a a lunch together in downtown Austin. But um, I asked him about what he did, and I found out that he owns a business that that washes the outside windows of homes Mm -hmm. with a sort of pressure washer, and he sometimes operates it or operates it. And so he's alone for eight to ten hours. And that's why he listens to podcasts. So we're just basically filling time in his day. You know what? He doesn't seek us out. He just realizes I have eight hours just
0: out here. And we're filling time
2: in my day too, guys. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh, That gets like, like my theory is like about life, is that we are, um, our, our goal in life in modern times, like back in the old days, it's like you're you're uh hunting for food or you're spending eighteen hours a day like raising food on the farm to exist. Uh and these days, like where like people are doing jobs like that don't really produce anything or you know enrich society that much, but like we're just like looking to avoid being bored.
1: Right. And
2: yes. And like we do it in different ways. We listen to podcasts. We uh, we work lots of jobs and like pursue money, or we we um, chase play, skirts. We chase skirts. We play video games and have and and it's a way to avoid boredom. And uh, I'm still trying to form f- formalize this whole uh, perspective. But I mean, into you, a school of thought. Into a school of thought, and to write a, a book as like a, a not a self help book, but a self give up book. You right. know? <laughs> Self-give up section. Yeah. Very small section <laughs> of Barnes and
0: self-give-up.
3: <laughs> yeah. But well, that's really funny, because we could go on tour, because I have always wanted to be a demotivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want to start I, I am film school educated, so I would like to travel to all the great film schools um and kind of do like a scared scrape thing, you know, like I've been in the can a long time and just yell at these twenty-two-year-old kids like you're never gonna make it. You're no one's going ever gonna make your script. You're never gonna be a director. You're going to be an assistant to some shitbag producer and never get anywhere. I, I, I feel like that would be me giving back because if I had met me back then, I would have said, oh, this is a terrible decision I'm making. Right. right. I'm going to get an MBA and go to Wall Street and I'm going to raise the price of AIDS drugs by 5000 <laughs> percent and make a lot of money and buy the Wu-Tang album. Yeah. Anybody That's seen a, the big
1: shorts? Speaking in Wall Street no i i plan to see it it's the only holidays. adam mckay movie
3: i ever made it through
4: but but wait i have a question for you steven krueger even if older you, not,
3: had- is the other Stephen left we can we just
4: well,
2: say steve we, we've, we've been talking about steve owens so we you know. okay well, he's not there is he uh no he is he's actually in your garage right now oh my goodness
3: yeah well i just realized oh we're podcasts are just way to occupy time for people well, who have everything many is. hours to kill.
2: Yeah. That's, that's what alcohol is. That's what drugs are. That's, AM Sports Talk Radio. That's what AM Sports Talk. Yeah. yeah, that's what, what yeah. Sunday football is. Like mm-hmm. You get excited. You you endure the, the doldrum of your job because fucking Tom Brady is going to fucking kick ass next, next Sunday. That's what the Piracello calendar is. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, my God. What's the per- Piracello calendar? Oh, my goodness. What's Pictures that? Pictures
4: of his belly. I've been yeah. trying to get
2: in that thing for years, man. Yeah. Um, sorry, Steve, I interrupted you. I don't know. I I it was, what I was me. Saying. I
4: was going to ask a question of you. If, you say if the older you would have come to younger you and say, hey, man, don't go to film school, you idiot. Uh, but my question is, but see, this was a dream of yours. So maybe younger you would have said, hey, listen, older me, you're just bitter and old. I'm still going to go for my dreams. But You, you, you have to um, go for what it. What was the question? Uh, would would you have listened to older you when you was younger?
3: Probably not. I'd be disgusted by the rolls and rolls of back fat that have accumulated off of years <laughs> and oh years of sitting at a computer. <laughs> right. I really let myself go. That's oh, not going to happen to me. I, I'm going <laughs> right, to go to the gym you. now. Uh, yeah, so. Um, no, you, no one can talk someone out of uh, making those kinds of decisions you have to make them
0: and yeah yeah
3: but i I feel like i could give back to the kids like who think that there's some sort of opportunity out there and i could say nope it's over it's done as as someone tried to talk me out of it when i was 16 or 17 and i said no i'm 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 gonna be the exception yeah
2: yeah older
1: me is still trying to talk older me out of doing what i'm doing
2: (laughs) yeah not doing very well but like so, I okay. Here's part of the, the more of my theory. Is I'm saying,
3: Marty, we could be a two hander. You you could open up the show with like self unhelp, and yeah. I could you know close with a demotivational
2: speech. I think that's it's the one two punch to just to make everyone just like.
4: <laughs> Can I join in? I could lead the sing along.
2: <laughs> and like yeah, so how do you, uh, like okay, so you have ambition, and then you also have like you need to have diligence to. Uh, Avoid boredom in a way, yeah. and then, but then also, then you're just like if you don't have those things, and you're like, all right, I'll just I'll sit at home and smoke pot and watch MTV all day, and that's my way of avoiding boredom. Um, but so you're somebody who has lots of ambition and drive, and but the what happens when all your dreams aren't met?
4: Ambition, I don't have any anymore. My dream was not met. It was devastating.
2: Oh. So, okay, this is the third punch. This is the one, two, three punch. So This I think is we, what the song's going to be about. We, we end with this, the, the motivational <laughs> the, song. Yeah. Like, um, what if older you had ton- told younger you, like, what was Don't
4: ha- try to be a world-famous button designer. Yeah. A lot of people did tell me that. They say, listen, first of all, world-famous button designer is not even a thing.
0: Mm, and not. I say,
4: it will be when, I, when they see my buttons. And I will get button commissions and... You know, bring healing upon the land through botany. <sighs> well, it did not work out the way I had hoped, and it was really hurt. I, I was pretty devastated. I had geared my whole life for this one dream, ah. um, so the, then. So at the end of the um, this demotivational conference that we're gonna have, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all sing. Everybody hurts. <laughs> Sometimes. Could you sing it like uh, Everybody
0: Jimmy? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: you wouldn't have listened to yourself your older no, self? no
4: yeah. i did not listen to anybody do you they, think they said my mother say you can't just make a living for making patterns you have to have a fallback that's what she say yeah. and i say mother no there's no falling back There's only falling forward you know moving forward <laughs>
2: and, <laughs> onto my
4: face oh. and turn out.
2: All right, This is going to be the saddest conference ever. <laughs> like, when I
1: was younger, I actually talked to myself out of pursuing music and art. and I was like, "Well, I, I, I want to do something creative, but that just doesn't happen, so I should do something like advertising, which is where frustrated, creative people end up anyway, so I might as well start there out of college. Yeah. Um, and then some uh, and a father figure of mine, um, said, "You well, you have to at least try." You know, you have to at least. You're young. You have to at least try. And, and so then I got hooked. I got hooked when I when I tried, you know, pursuing I, rock and roll. I got I got hooked on on sort of a artistic pursuit. And and I it would be awesome if I didn't.
2: If you every time you see him, you're like, "Fuck you, father figure." I just say it's your fault, man. You're a
1: over and over again. It's your fault. This is all your fault. Wow. I'm like a Mark Hamill in that amazing stories, yelling at the. Um, little uh, impish elf who told him to hold on to all of his childhood possessions.
2: I don't know. Do you remember that amazing story? And then he
1: ends up in his 80s and he's broke and he's like got this beat beat up car and a shopping cart and then it turns out everything that he has is worth a shitload of money and he becomes a millionaire but he's like 85 and too old to appreciate it.
2: So he kept everything in original packaging? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Action comics number one Like the whole thing Like no Hold on to your dreams Kid hold on to these things That are so important to you And he listened to him And had a shitty life Until the very end
4: But you know something? I don't feel bad for having pursued those dreams. It really hurt a lot, shake me to my core uh, when they don't come true. I sort of crumble and break. But now where I am and how I feel about life, um, I'm, I'm glad for that experience. I think it made me more compassionate to myself. Hmm. And then can I be more compassionate to everybody else? Because... Um, that, I, that song everybody heard you know I feel that w- way and I feel like um, the pain that I go through have given me understanding of pain people go through so, so I, I go through
1: a lot of pain whenever I have to hear R.E.M. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it will burn in your face Michael Stey
4: <laughs> sensory at the end of the world as we know it <laughs>
2: And I feel like shit after this conversation Jeez I'm... Everything that I did got
1: me where I am And where I am is, is pretty awesome But it could also turn to shit by tomorrow So I, I would love I, would, I I am craving stability these days yeah. Ah, yes. and I don't I don't yeah. see any coming yeah. from yep. from anything that I'm doing.
4: I see what you mean. Yeah. Can can I share a couple of tweets that Please. I wanted to share tweet? Uh, Joseph tweet. Douglas Watson has been tweeting in. Very nice. Uh, you can find him at, at Joseph Douglas Watson and he has launched his uh, illustration business. So that's ah. good for him. He's available to be hired to do these beautiful, cute cartoon-like illustrations that he do. He do a, a portrait of me. I like it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, But he writes something that, uh, JD, I don't understand what you mean here. This is a really crazy thing you have to say, but maybe I just don't get it. He say, both Giselles have perfect bodies because their eyelashes catch their sweat. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> that sounds like
4: I like Some that.
2: crazy hiking shit.
4: I don't... Oh, yeah. You mean because those so the sweat don't get in our eyes?
2: Um, Steve, are you still there? I'll take it. Just <laughs> barely. <laughs> uh, all right.
4: Have you heartbroken, uh, Stephen, in your life like your dream don't come true? Oh, yeah. Did oh, you, you no,
3: mean? no, no, no. My <laughs> dreams have come true. Every there's single there's one. Really
4: but listen, th- those of us who have broken, we're m- you're interesting because you have broken. There's a compassion. There's a soulfulness. I find it very interesting. I like. I used to fear hanging out with broken people. Now I like it a lot.
3: Well, you're you're you've got some right next to you. Yeah, you're in the <laughs> your right room. room. I think right.
4: we're all that way. That's why I feel very close to you all.
2: Um,
1: I think people who aren't broken are
2: pretending. Well, or they haven't been broken yet.
4: Yeah, they might not have.
2: Yeah. yeah and they're it's pretending
1: everything's fine.
2: But Well, they don't know. It's a, I don't think they're pretending. Yeah, I don't they think they're don't. pretending. I think they're full of anxiety.
4: Some, some people may be pretending full of anxiety, but some people is genuinely enthusiastic. They're going for it. Or some people, the circumstances line up, they get lucky, and their dream come true. Some people do have that Maybe. happen. They get really good, uh, lucky circumstances.
1: Yeah, and then they get there and they start giving drugs to women so they can fuck them while they're asleep because they're bored.
2: See, comes back to my theory. <laughs> Boredom. <them. laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's... Let, we might wrap up a little early, but let's just go through um, what, you, what you guys plan to do over the holidays. Was that the entirety of the mail sack? That was the entirety of the mail oh, sack. Right. Ah! That's
1: Sorry.
0: happening?
3: happening.
2: Just why a, why is this? So uh Steve, do you have any fun plans for the holidays? Wait, We've,
3: that was the entire mail sack? One letter?
2: No, we had two. Oh, because two Saturday letters? Saturdays. yeah. Yeah. It's also the holidays
1: and you uh, know, people are busy. And we potted yeah. on Sunday well, we I wasn't here. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um
4: When do you you don't have a date when you're gonna play that one? You don't know.
2: No, it it's already it's already sent to to the oh. process. Oh, okay. um, So... Here's my question: so What do you plan to do? Uh, like, uh, like what? Ex- not just on Christmas. Like, do you have any projects? Because you have downtime now. So, what do you? I've been working on projects all year. I intend to just put them on a shelf. It's
1: been exhausting.
2: Right. So, what oh, are you going to do with yeah. your downtime?
1: Then not projects. Rest. Right. Hike. <laughs> eat. Yeah. Not make plans. Good I, for <laughs> you. Looking forward Sleep. To, to, yeah. Not. Not stacking the calendar.
4: You're going to read a book or watch it? Watch I'm
1: reading a book right now. I'm re- re- I'm rereading a bunch of the Dashiell Hammett uh, novels. Dashiell? I've
4: Is
2: heard it? it pronounced both ways. Oh, I Dash. Mm-hmm. Play it safe. That's good. Um, Steve? Yes? What do you plan to do? Is um, Lance Mountain going to be around?
3: Uh, my lovely fiance and I and uh, some friends are coming in. And they want to see uh, Austin and... Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to some people's houses and dick around. And,
2: Are you guys uh, excited about
3: The Hateful Eight? Nope.
1: Nope. Nope.
4: I'm not really a fan of that filmmaker.
1: I didn't make it through those last three movies. I don't
2: imagine I'd make it through this one either.
3: Um, what That's if, what you're doing for, with your downtime? You're watching The Hateful
2: Eight? I'm just going to watch as, as many movies as I can. Watch uh, the big short.
0: It's, it's, oh yeah, I'm I can't wait short. to see it. It hurts.
4: I love all those actors it so much. It hurts. Christian Bale... Steve oh. Carell. Who's and the other one? Ryan Gosling.
0: I um, love him.
2: Anomalisa. I want to see. Oh yeah. I do want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try to do that and binge watch some Netflix and. You
1: oh know. yeah. I feel like the screeners have started to come in, so yeah. I probably will watch uh, Room. Yeah. I'm curious about Trombo. I don't know, I'll make it all the way through, but I'm curious about it.
0: I don't,
2: if I start a movie, I'll, I'll stick with it. There are very few movies I don't I haven't, I haven't had that stick-to-it. Ad- 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 both ad- of you don't do that. You, you, you're happily... Happily. End a movie ten minutes in.
4: Yeah. Uh, or fast-forward through scenes I don't like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that I don't do. I'm either going to watch it or not. But frequently, it's not.
4: Like every time in those Fast and Furious movies when they slow down and aren't so furious... <laughs> and then Vin Diesel start talking about his dad,
1: you bring the fast back uh, into beep, it
4: bip bip
1: bip. i may try I may try to finish <laughs> Jessica Jones, although i'm not super invested. yeah, it gets
2: pretty intense at, at the end um
1: and it it def- seven or eight episodes in
2: yeah you well you're close it gets like visually just the, the things that that happen are very um like shocking I do uh, like tenant. and uh I like tenant. Yeah, I th- uh, I got, yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but I like him. But, I'm, um, but I w- would highly recommend finishing it if you're, if you're that far in. Yeah, I think, I think I'm, I'm episode seven or eight. So All right, like, yeah, I might as well knock it out. So uh, I don't know if we're going to podcast next week. We'll find out who's around and what the interest level is because it is the holidays and people are doing family stuff.
3: Oh, Marty, I think you and I should sort of workshop our demotivational sort of TED talk. <laughs> I think
2: it's a really I great
3: idea. I think idea. that would be great.
4: Uh, Very
0: funny. I
3: think it's just—it's uh, a two-hander with Marty and Steve saying, "Yeah, you're, it's just not going to work out for you. Other people <laughs> maybe, but you—you you are not special. You're not a—you're not a rainbow. Right. You're just another cog in the machine." Uh, yeah, and the- coming to the stage, Giselle, <laughs> come out the. She'll like, knit someone a, uh, you're not
2: going to make it... Uh, scarf. <laughs> <laughs> scarf. Scarf. While, while, scarf. while singing the, the Ballad of Broken Dreams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, the no. Ballad
3: of Broken Dreams. Broken uh, people This is telling you it's okay to not succeed.
2: So guys, this is what you have to look forward to in 2016. You know, it's going to happen. We're going to demotivate all of you. <laughs> demotivate. And we're going to, um, yeah, we're going gonna to break you if it's the last thing we do. Can I we say the flip you. side? Go on. I want to
4: say the flip side of it. Because also... Um, uh, eh, hold on. Uh, let me send this tweet. Um, Tyson uh, tweeted in, I, I dream of being a successful composer. Until then, I just keep making music. Okay. Is well, that
1: not being a successful composer? De, thank you. Is not the making of music thank a success you. in and of itself?
4: Danke schön. Danke schön because that is exactly what I was going to say. You Tyson, you you hit the nail from the head. You success
2: it's shouldn't be built on the number music. of, of yeah. you know yeah.
4: In our media age we get Confused, and we get told that the numbers equal the success. But I say that being creative is the success. So Tyson, the fact that you're making music, the fact that I still make buttons and I do my storytelling, which make me happy, the fact that you're making a movie, Bill,
0: mm-hmm.
4: uh, Stephen Kruger, the fact that you make funny and you write jokes and you be funny, and Marty, the fact that you're cooking. It's okay. Right. It's All right. Well, anyway, those are the. Su- <laughs> those is, that is the success.
2: Okay. Move on. Move on. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Don't go crazy.
4: <laughs> the being creative is the success regardless of how many people see your work.
2: Yeah, I have a friend who is the being creative.
4: That's the part that feel good. I have
2: a friend who's an excellent guitarist and he had the opportunity to become a professional magi- m- magician. <laughs> m- musician. And instead he went to grad school and he's, uh, he worked for the government in a very good job and he's never stopped playing music. He practices with the the same band every week and they do probably, you know, 10 shows a year and he's never stopped being creative and he has a really comfortable life. He doesn't worry about the anxieties that we do, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and he's, I, I don't think he feels at all creatively compromised. So yeah.
4: It just is the we have to get out of the conditioned thinking that it's the number of people who receive us that matter, when that's not the case. I have found uh, yeah, in, the joy it, is in the doing of the work. And
1: it, the it, the way things are set up now, it's just it's fueling what you're saying. We should yeah. not be doing because it's literally numbers. I got a, I got an email from representatives saying, "Like, tell us how many Twitter followers you have, because casting directors are asking." <laughs> just like, uh, yeah, that's a business how many, how many, how many reducing it. Uh, I don't not a lot. I, I don't spend all my time trying to get yeah. followers because it's not a, it's not a measure it's not a measuring stick for for creativity.
4: Yeah, no, it's not. It's a business measuring stick and that's a business discussion, mm-hmm. but a creativity yeah, you, you discussion don't know how many you or have. an artistic <laughs> discussion is a different discussion.
2: Um,
4: I just like saying discussion. <laughs>
2: Steve, do you, uh, so uh, let How many us. Twitter followers do you have, Steve?
3: I don't know, but I'm f- I got randomly followed by Candy Burris, who is a, a famous pop songwriter. I think she wrote the song Waterfalls by TLC, and I think she's on those Real Housewives shows, like the Atlanta one. She's an Atlanta-based musician. She has, like, her own show. I worked with her on a, on a thing, and oh, we, we hit it off. Here. And so she follows me. I uh, doesn't follow a lot of people and she has like a couple million followers because she's on TV and, you know, and about once a day someone follows me and then tags me like, listen to my demo, you know, some like R&B, something or another. <laughs> she, she's a, a woman of, of African-American descent. Very lovely lady. But um, I think a lot of my followers are people who think I can help them in the music business and I cannot. But um.
2: Because you're not in the music business? I'm not currently in
3: the music business, and there is no music business, and um, enjoy my snarky tweets about Star Wars.
2: <laughs> oh, have you been, well, you're spoiling it, and you haven't even seen it. I love it. No,
3: I make, I know. you know, like a uh, spoiler. I think I said something about Dustin Hoffman being in it as to complete the Seinfeld joke or something.
4: <laughs> That's funny.
2: Oh, you know, there was a, a – somebody posted a frame from um, – an old uh, Simpsons that, that, that going, they're going, going to a movie studio and it's set in the future. And it says like one poster is uh, star Wars, the apology. Um, and the <laughs> yeah. other poster is uh, uh, Alvin and the chipmunks three, Ooh. which wow. opened on Whoa. the same day. And that, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow. Fortuitous. Wow. Fortuitous. I, uh,
3: for the other podcast I do, we had decided to do the prequels. The uh, Phantom Menace, Return of the Clones, the Clone how Wars, could, and Revenge of the Sith. How could Kyle defend
2: those? Uh, there was just no defense for those movies.
3: Well, yeah, he figured that out. And we also we we're going to have a, a very special guest who edited all three of them into one movie, um, as our celebrity guest. And then Topher my, Grace, uh, who? Topher Grace did that. I cannot confirm nor deny because we're not doing it now because Kyle. Looked at one of the movies and said, "I I, I can't do this." <laughs> you Watch about ten minutes of the Phantom Menace. I watched all fucking three of them in three days. Oh I, wow! They
2: are
0: awful,
3: yeah. awful, yeah. awful movies we, on we, every
2: level. Yeah, that, we talked about that last week. And if you like, if see. if you even watched a two-hour supercut of like the best moments from all That's three movies, still shit.
3: It ruins the next three movies. Because you're just watching. Well, this guy's he's gonna go meet his dad and fight. Like, there's there's no mystery. There's no r- reveal. And in fact, in, in Return of the Jedi, Yoda says, "Well, not working out with Luke." And uh, Obi Wan's like, "Well, we're fucked." And he says, "Well, there's there's another. His sister. Well, yeah, Obi Wan was there when she was born. He pulled the baby out of her body. Like, did he forget? I mean, it's just it. it well, I it's just so fantastically bad.
2: I love that Luke is like the the. He's supposed to be in hiding on Tatooine, right? Or is that where he is? Uh, yeah. Uh, and he still goes by Luke Skywalker. Right. Yeah, and, Didn't change my name. Didn't, yeah. And Obi-Wan's right there. And the Force is like all through uh, the galaxy. I could read
3: people's mind and see the future. But uh, I guess we didn't have phone books uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I could uh, just look up Skywalker.
2: Uh, Mr. Vader, I found your Skywalker.
0: He's located
2: on...
3: Yeah, on I hired a skip tracer yeah. named uh, Boba Fett who
2: found him. I get Really? He didn't change his name.
0: Hmm.
2: hmm. Well, on that oh. note, um hopefully we'll be here next week. Uh, send in your emails. Jo- Joseph nooner- Douglas Watson. Uh, okay, to come. yeah, at nooner 10 Marty. <laughs> well, I'm trying <laughs> okay. to get something out, and it doesn't add anything. I know it was
4: bad. I'm sorry. i uh,
3: just oh, and- interrupting you to to maintain the consistency of interrupting. Do you me? know Fair something?
4: Enough. Partly is because Respecting of this. <laughs> now now that I'm here, I don't want to leave yet, so I'm trying to draw it out.
2: Okay. Do you have something we want to contribute?
4: Just I like being with you.
1: <laughs> I finally started feeling my toes again, so I'm ready to stay.
4: Oh, you warmed up a little bit yeah. that's great also
1: I have to go to Trader Joe's so I'll do anything but no, do that I think
2: <laughs> that is the first stage of hypothermia oh you got it you think <laughs> you feel oh, suddenly I feel awash with warmth
4: <laughs> hey Stephen Kruger uh, how when is is there
2: another Stephen there or
4: you just, 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 just in case it gets
2: funnier gets funnier
3: yeah. I don't have going.
4: eyes in the back of my head who knows who's coming in the door but listen when is you gonna be out here
2: Um,
3: uh, I don't mm, I don't know I'm uh, I'm waiting on a few things, whether they're going to go or not, and mm. Uh, mm. so I I don't know. I may be uh, living in Marty's basement for six weeks while I do this pilot. <laughs> you are welcome.
4: it oh, would be so great. <laughs> still well, the pilot <laughs>
3: slash really kind of workshopping our demotivational TED talk. Um,
2: I can run a hose through the the bathroom window so you can shower uh, shower yourself off because nothing. There's works no down there's there. no
3: running water down there. Uh,
2: I don't know if it works. It might be all like you know, calcified down there. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, and, maybe I'll be staying in Airbnb. Well, and I can give you, like, I can uh, fashion some stacks of newspaper into the shape of a futon
0: for you. <laughs>
3: you, don't, you don't have a bed down there? Uh, That's not an in-law suite, but it, it really
2: is a rape dungeon. Well, yeah, if you can get past the smells, you'll be fine. <laughs> it's a Cleveland basement.
3: Yeah. Uh, to answer your uh, question, Giselle Nett.
4: Yes, uh, Stephen Kruger.
3: I'm not sure. I, I did do a tremendous amount of traveling over the past six months, uh, back and forth to LA many many times. And unfortunately, I, every meeting I had was a Tuesday at ten thirty. Oh, just right when you guys do your little thing. So I was there, but I was sitting across from some um, Jewish guys in Beverly Hills. Oh, so I, I never I never got in. But um, so hopefully soon maybe, for a little spell.
4: Hopefully soon. Yeah. Okay, because um, you know how much I enjoy to play with you.
3: Yeah, we get, uh, phrasing is a little, little awkward, but yes.
4: I don't mind your phrasing. I still enjoy it.
3: No, your phrasing is a little weird. Well, little...
4: we can quibble over this.
2: <laughs> That's part yeah. of the fun, right? Yeah. The, the quibbling. People tune agree. in for the
4: quibbling. Agreed. to agree. I,
2: I miss all of the uh, the old
3: gang uh, including the Mexican guy and uh, the new gang, who I've enjoyed uh, taking the reins and talking over each other t- into the future of this podcast. It's, uh, they really picked up where I left off.
2: Uh, well, it was great to have you, um, yeah. and I'm glad we That's resolved sure. this, whole, uh, this whole Skype thing so we can have you on uh, often oftener. Uh, <laughs> please tw- often. email us, yeah. noonerpodcast have- at gmail.com. With uh, your New Year's resolutions, I know we uh, every year we say like, oh, uh, New Year's resolutions are stupid, but just you know, you, it's a milestone and mentally planned for the new year. Let us know what you have planned for the new year, and uh, hopefully you learn something from our our demotivational uh, pre session. Give up uh, now, yeah, and the we sooner will.
3: You give up, the sooner you'll be happy.
4: I like what uh, the motivational speaker Zach anner say about milestones he say milestones are very important because they remind us that we will never ever adopt the metric system
2: (sighs) (laughs) it's so sad that we are going out on that but really
0: um i I mean it's not even a dad joke
2: it's like a uh, it's a dixie (sighs) cup joke you know i am more (laughs) demotivated than than ever Oh, that is just. It's a bazooka I, I joke. You
4: don't know Zach yeah, totally. I love Zach I lost Enner. my will
2: to live. All right. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, okay. It's, you, it's how you tell it. Really. Let's stay
4: on until we we'll get us back up. Nope. nope. Shall we do a sing along?
2: <laughs> no, I think we're good. Mm. Unless you have a song you want to sing. I'm yeah. done. Okay. Don't open the door. I'm okay.
4: Done. I Here have we a song. Uh, she does. The thrill so. is gone. The thrill <laughs> is gone, baby.
2: So, we may or may not see <laughs> you next Tuesday. <laughs>
0: If that fuck If to hit that fuck This has been a production Marco Internet Radio If that fuck If to hit that fuck Time to hit that fuck